I genuinely have so much that I need to fill you in on from this past week. Believe me, you will not be left disappointed. But first of all, for the sake of formalities, let's get our introductions out of the way. So, welcome to Gethin Loser. This is my new podcast, and in case you couldn't tell from the name of the podcast, I am your host, Gethin. That feels so crazy to say. I mean, I'm really excited. I am very apprehensive to start, and I'm going to be 100% truthful with you. This is probably about my 12th take, but I am absolutely determined to make this the final one. Now, that's not to say that my previous ones weren't good. It's just I kept overthinking and second-guessing myself, which is kind of ironic because the whole nature of this podcast is meant to be that it is conversational, that it is honest and unfiltered, and I realise now that me cutting out sections and overthinking about the way I sounded, how quickly I was speaking, or me repeating myself, that in itself is taking away the organic nature of the podcast that I'm aspiring to have. So there's a little bit of honesty to begin the podcast off because you and me now are friends. You as my listener are going to be forced, I'm sorry, not sorry, but you are going to be forced to listen to a lot of my problems. So I may as well be honest with you. So that's my honesty. This is going to be the final take. So what is this podcast? This podcast is a little bit of an outlet for me. It is a creative outlet, but it is also a means by which I can, you know, let off a little bit of steam, that I can share my ideas and talk about things that are either bothering me or things that are inspiring me. You know, let's not stay pessimistic. Low-key, beyond the overthinking that I've just told you about, one thing you need to know about me is that I am a chronic pessimist. So do not be surprised if occasionally it takes a little bit of a negative turn. But I am determined to make this a positive podcast. Now, I am not disillusioned. You know, I have aspirations, of course, with this podcast. I mean, I've practiced my little editing skills on my software on my laptop, and I've bought the gear. I've got a cutesy little microphone, which is really setting me in the mood. But I'm not completely delusional. You know, I know that I'm not going to be the next Emma Chamberlain, but I am eager to give it my best shot. I am eager to talk about things that I'm interested in and to just let it be what it is, which is a little bit of fun for me and hopefully, you know, a place where I can create content that resonates with people. It's also, and if I repeated myself, sorry, not sorry, It is just a bit of fun and that is not a sort of trigger warning or a warning of any kind to you, the listener. It is a warning to myself and a reassurance to myself. Like I said, I am a chronic overthinker and I feel as though even though this recording isn't live and it's not going anywhere, I'm already overthinking about it. So, Overthinking is something that I'm really terrible about, but in the spirit now of maybe being a little bit more positive, 
let's talk about my week. We've already got that first necessary introduction out the way. Let's talk about my week in a positive light. So I'm going to jump straight in and tell you something manic that I've decided to do. Which, (laughs) firstly, this podcast beginning is such a manic decision. It's all transpired in the span of about three, four days that I bought the gear online. Which, by the way, I have absolutely zero recollection of buying. It showed up, I remembered looking at it, and it just showed up at my front door. This is a little anecdote. I, oh my god, this is such a trauma dump. But I, a week ago, started antidepressants which is, in turn, part of the reason why I am starting this podcast as a creative outlet, but also a means by which I can measure my improvement, well, hopefully, improvement, and log myself throughout the months. Um, But it sort of led me to have so many little manic episodes in terms of I keep getting these sort of downpours of extreme emotion, Now, this is not necessarily positive or negative emotions. It's sort of just an influx of everything I've ever felt. That is the best way that I can describe it. And as you can imagine from the way I'm describing it, it's quite an overwhelming feeling. And a lot of the time, I've been making quite rash decisions. I mean, it's only been a week that I've been on this specific medication. It's Cetraline. Um, But buying this gear was one of them. I was literally in a manic episode. I was depressed and bored and I was like, let's buy it. But what I don't actually have is the recollection of buying it, which is so bizarre because in order to order it, I had to actually ask for my friend's Amazon details because I don't have an Amazon account. So like not to paint myself like an absolute psychopath within five minutes of starting this podcast, But this gear kind of just showed up at my front door. And I was like, oh, okay, you know what? I guess I am doing it. I guess I did press the buy button. So here I am with this cute little toner microphone in my hand. And I'm actually absolutely obsessed. I feel like Emma Chamberlain. I feel like an influencer. Um, You know, I will remember you all when I'm rich and famous. Don't worry. But a week ago, I started antidepressants. And it's really... Um, led me to have many mood swings. And in the course of this sort of initial trial run of starting antidepressants, I feel like I've been almost making the effort that I should have been doing anyway to maintain good mental health. So, like, I should have been taking care of myself before starting the medication anyway, but it's only since starting that I've really been doing things to focus myself on improvement, which, you know... No judgment to anyone. Like, you got to do what you got to do. If there's something specific that sparks you to take care of yourself, that's excellent. And I need to start treating myself with the same attitude I would treat others. Um, what I also need to do is stay on track, stay on topic, and slow my voice down. Can you already hear how I'm overthinking and just like a blue... Like, it's like verbal diarrhea. That's the word I was looking for. Everything's coming out at once. But these mood swings that I'm getting have led me to take care of myself a lot more. And one of the positive things that I've been getting on with this past week is I've actually started marathon training. And I know that's so ridiculous. Like when I say it out loud, not to sound corny, but like I don't believe it, I feel as though 
these antidepressants, whether it's a, I think it is a placebo effect. They haven't had the time in my system yet to actually cause a positive effect. But they have really put things into perspective for me. That's what I think they've done. I think they've really sort of forced me to take a really good look at myself and say, you know what, if you're taking this quite drastic action towards self-improvement and supporting your mental health, considering my mental health history, I should be doing things to, you know, counteract these thoughts and feelings that I all too frequently receive. So this podcast is one of them. This is my creative outlet, if you will. It's very unserious and, you know, it's just a laugh. But then my physical outlet... I don't know if you can call it that, is my marathon training now. And that was actually something that was kind of thrown on me. I mean, I have been a runner for quite a long time now, um, but I've never really got into it properly. So all throughout my first year of university, I'm a second year student now, by the way, going into second year. But I just finished first year. And throughout the whole of first year, I found that running was a really good physical outlet in letting off steam and removing a lot of stress. I mean, have you ever met a runner who's not had psychological problems? Like, think about that. Every runner I have ever met has something going on behind the scenes. No runner is okay. Nobody runs for fun. People run to get away from things. People run away from things. And now I am that person. Um, But I found it always really helped. And about a week ago, I got this opportunity thrown on me to run a marathon. It was actually from my brother. Now, just for context, my brother is like this extremely healthy guy. He runs ultra marathons, marathons, he climbs, he hikes. And I'd like to think that I am also quite a relatively healthy person. I mean, I go for runs. I love a good walk or a good hike. I swim, um, but not nearly to the extent of him. He is quite a, a bit older than me, by about like seven or eight years, I think. But that's it. That's just to make me feel better. Um, but that's, you know, he's the one who gave me this opportunity and I sort of grasped onto it. And I mean, I told him I would give it a bit of a trial run, which was last week. And this week I've actually been taking it very seriously. And I've been on three runs so far this week and I'm getting better and I hope to continue to get better. And also, low-key, isn't it such a flex to run a marathon? Like, I am going to milk this till the day I die. Even, like, if I don't do it while I'm training, I want people to know. You know, I'm not going to keep this quiet and humble. I know I should for the sake of, like, you know, don't let everybody know your plan and, like, live your own life. You know, you need to let yourself shine without the need to be seen all of that um oh my god I just sounded like one of those inspirational TikTok slideshows um but I want to talk about it I'm excited about it and this is the first time in a long time that I have genuinely felt very excited about something so let me be excited something else I'm really excited about at the moment is this podcast now I've already spoken about what brought this on, Um, but to talk about my 
idea of what this podcast is in a little bit more detail. I just want it to be something that's mine. I want something that's creative, something that I can look forward to and work towards that isn't academic. Because I have always been an inherently academic person. So, you know, from as young as I can remember, I have always seeked that academic validation. And I was that sort of quote-unquote gifted student, that gifted child. And I just feel like in the past year or two, I've lost that passion for learning. So in my final A-level year, uh, so I was, what, like 17 going on 18? I had some really difficult times in my life, but furthermore, I just lost my passion for learning. And that has translated into my first year of university, which is a real shame because I feel like first year is when you have the most opportunity to really relish in the actual learning. Now, I may be wrong, I'm happy to be proven wrong, but I feel as though you have a lot more free time in first year, so you can do all the societies, you can do all the social life and have all the sort of extra time to work around your topic. Now, I cannot lie, I can't see myself ever relishing too much in the extra resources around my topic because I'm not really studying anything that I'm too passionate about. So, what, oh my God, did you just hear my stomach? That was vile. I hope that did not pick up. Oh my Christ. I need to get my editing skills on point so that I can make sure that that was not heard by you. Anyway, I study at the University of Bristol in the southeast of England and I study economics with Spanish. So that's my first red flag. I do apologise. Um, economics is definitely a topic I never saw myself studying. It's also not anything I really ever knew anything about until I started looking into potential university courses. So at A-level, I was a STEM girl here. I studied Spanish, which was my passion subject, but I also studied chemistry and maths. And then I also did, like, the baccalaureate. And... Anyone who's done A-levels in England or Wales knows that that cocktail is basically a clear sign that I didn't know what I wanted to do with myself. And it's entirely true. Hand on heart. I had absolutely no idea. And I still don't know. But I kind of ran into the problem of September came round. Everyone else was so passionate about what they were applying to. And I had absolutely no idea. Now, in hindsight's a beautiful thing. I should have taken a gap year. But... A gap year was never really something that was advertised that thoroughly to me. The only experience I had of a gap year in terms of hearing about other people's experience was my brother, one of my older brothers. And he took a gap year and all he did was work. He never travelled. He never did anything. And that was my misconception about a gap year. It was that you were just meant to spend the whole time figuring yourself out at home and working and earning and oh my god I could not have been more naive and I mean I was pretty naive going to university anyway but this was something I was really naive about and I wish I can't go back so there's no point in like you know reminiscing on what could have been but I do really wish that I would have given it the time of day that it deserves because since going to university which is so ironic 
I have discovered my passion for travelling as well. And in case you couldn't notice, I'm trying to cover a broad spectrum of very minor topics today so that you can get to know me and understand me a little bit. So you will hopefully continue listening. But since going to university, I have found my passion for travelling. And that may sound pretty random, and it is pretty random. Um, But I am extremely privileged in saying that I have been on like four or five holidays this year. And one or two last year during term time. And I would just go either for the weekend or I would go with other people on my course. Like I had an amazing holiday in Budapest. And that was actually my inaugural um, hostel experience and that was really sort of the final nail in the coffin of like oh my god I love traveling I just loved that hostel experience I loved the communal aspects of it and it's definitely one of the major aspirations of my life that is to travel like right now if you ask me where I want to travel That would need to be an episode in itself. I mean, where wouldn't I travel to? You know, I want to see Africa. And I know Africa is a whole ass continent, but like, it's so rich and there's so much to see. It's like mind boggling. And I want to go to Vietnam. I mean, I know it's the whole stereotypical gap year student thing to do to go to Southeast Asia But I want to go and I want to tour it. I want to go to Vietnam. I want to go to all of Southeast Asia. My geography's not great. Don't come for me. I know Vietnam's not in Africa. That's not what I'm saying. I want to say, I want to explore Africa. I want to go to Southeast Asia. You know, explore the Philippines. I also just want to go to America so badly. Like North America. Because their landscape and their nature is just... I, I, like, I can't fathom it. And then I think my absolute number one destination, and credit where credit's due, it was my friend Naomi who sparked this passion for this country because she's obsessed with it and now she's passed that obsession on to me. But I'm obsessed with Brazil and I'm especially obsessed with Carnival. And it's just something I would kill to see. I would kill someone else. Yeah, I would end someone's life go to carnival and experience it properly to stay for the whole build-up and be in a place so colourful and rich and just I mean I've I've stayed in so few places in my life where I have really felt the vibration of the place I'm in in terms of how welcoming the people are but also how musical and warm and sexy the location is. I mean, I think the only place I've really felt this way, so passionate and in tune with the place I'm staying in, was Barcelona. So that's another place I've been to in the past 12 months, and I've been very lucky to go to, and it was just a -a once-in-a-lifetime experience. The same friend, Naomi, who sparked my interest in Brazil, came with me to Barcelona, and It was just phenomenal. The heat, the people, the food, the culture, the music, the beach. It was just immaculate. And I fantasise about going back, not in terms of geographically going back, but going back in time to experiencing that city for the first time 
almost every day. I, it's just a fantasy. The whole city, it's incredible. But traveling is something that I will talk about more in depth in its own episode because a two minute snippet in our introduction just simply will not do it justice. Now, not that you'll be able to tell because of my now oh so professional editing skills, but I just had to get up and go have coffee because your girl was crashing. But you won't be able to tell that because I'm just such a professional with my editing skills, obviously. But to fill you in a little bit more with my week, it has been such a beautiful week. I mean, all things considered with what's going on in terms of my mental health, I really want to practice a bit more gratitude and take appreciation for where I am. So my parents have recently moved home and they've moved to this place called Brechva. Now, in case you couldn't tell, I didn't just sneeze. It's a Welsh name. And it's just such a stunning area. I've spent so much of my week just hiking and blackberry picking and doing all these small, seemingly insignificant but wholesome things that I'm really finding so much pleasure in. And I don't know why I've always downplayed it. I mean, recently I've sort of been denying the fact that I'm such a country boy. And I mean, at heart, I know I'm a country boy. But I feel as though recently I've been glorifying the city too much because I have been so obsessed with being busy. And that's for different reasons. I mean, I think I'm always so concerned with keeping myself busy for the sake of distraction, but also for the sake of not falling behind. That's a really toxic trait of mine. I always have this burning anxiety in the back of my head that I'm falling behind my peers purely for relaxing, which is such a bad trait and is something I really hope to work on. But I have found so much pleasure in doing nothing. And I mean, Brechva, my area, is famed for the woodland and the mountains and the hills. And just walking around and seeing all the nature and going mountain biking, I mean, you now know me. Do I sound like the kind of gal who goes mountain biking? No. So that was such an enriching experience. And I just want to share this because it's like, it's something so simple and something so seemingly insignificant, but it's something that has really brought me so much joy. And the hiking especially is something that I have just found so much release in. So that's just a little positive anecdote that I want to finish our little chat off with, because that's all I have for you today. And today's ambition was to give you an introduction to who I am and what I hope this relationship can develop into between us, you, the listener, and myself. I hope I've not been too erratic in my conversation, and I hope I haven't spoken too closely into the microphone, because this was my 12th take. (laughs) But that's all I have for you today, and I'm so excited to actually start talking about topics that I am passionate about and all of my ideas. I will be having co-hosts eventually. I've already teased the idea with a few friends. But please tune in for more episodes, and I'm so excited to speak to you again soon.